This is Renovar Ministries, revealing Christ and renewing one heart at a time. Founded on the Rock, Fasting. Welcome to our podcast series on the Sermon on the Mount. In this session, we will be doing a small overview on fasting. Throughout biblical history, the action of fasting has been connected to the abstinence from eating food or drinking for a set period of time. Importantly, we need to recognize that prayer and fasting often go hand in hand. For more on prayer, you can listen to the two previous podcasts titled Pray to the Father and the Lord's Prayer. Prayer and fasting go hand in hand. Because when you fast, it's not just about fasting food or water, but going through a process where you embark on a deeper act of seeking God's face, of surrendering your life over to Him during this time. It's a time of humbling yourself to God and coming into a conversation of repentance, worship and adoration. It is an opportunity where you allow the Holy Spirit to bring His conviction and direction. Amen. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 6, verse 16 to 18 together. The Word of God says, Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Fasting is a personal journey between you and God. I love the concept of fasting because it gives you the opportunity to grow deeper in your relationship with God. Also, through the process of fasting, God can radically move and tear down strongholds in your life. He brings about supernatural breakthrough when you really need it the most. Fasting is highly relevant because Jesus did it. Many people fast for different reasons. And we will look at a variety of examples in this session. But one thing that biblical fasting is not, and that is a diet. Because the motive with fasting should never be to lose weight, but rather to seek the Lord's face. Let us take some time in the session to analyze a few examples of how fasting was practiced throughout biblical history. When Moses fasted before God, he really sought God's face on behalf of the Israelites. During one of Moses' fasts on Mount Sinai, after 40 days and 40 nights without any food or water, he received the Ten Commandments from God. Moses also fasted for sanctification purposes and for the remorse that he had about God's people when they built a golden calf and followed the road of idolatry. He was a true leader who supplicated on behalf of the people before God and understood the value of fasting. Nehemiah fasted and prayed when he heard that Jerusalem's walls had been broken. He felt God's heart and grieved about the loss that Israel experienced amazingly. God put it in his heart to want to be used. And then God's phenomenal favor came upon him in the quest to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. God gave Nehemiah the mission and equipped him radically to see it through. Our Lord Jesus went into a special time of prayer and fasting 
where he spent 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness to prepare for his ministry. During this time, Satan viciously came against him and tried to tempt him in a variety of ways. But Christ our King overcame. The inhabitants of the city of Nineveh gives us a great example of corporate fasting. When God sent prophet Jonah to the city of Nineveh to warn them that the city would be destroyed, Nineveh's king and all the people of the city of Nineveh took the Lord's warning very seriously and fasted to repent and to show sincere remorse to God and to ask him for his mercy. The king and the people dressed themselves in sackcloth and literally sat in ashes. They even kept their animals from eating or drinking in this time. They repented for their violent ways and genuinely changed their daily approach of doing things. By faith, they sincerely fasted in the hope that the city would not be destroyed. God was faithful and attentive to their cries and spared the entire city and all its people. When Queen Esther called for a fast amongst her people, she fasted for the welfare and safety of the Jewish people and that her life would also be spared when she went before the king to present her case on behalf of all the Jewish people. At that time, there was an evil man named Haman who continually plotted against the Jewish people behind King Xerxes' back. She called a special three-day corporate fast amongst all the Jewish people in Susha. She called them to abstain from both food and water during this time. They truly fasted and prayed and trusted for God's divine deliverance and favor. Miraculously, Esther was accepted into the presence of the king and she was able to state her case and share her heart about the danger that her people were in. She was also able to share about the abominations of Haman. God gave Esther great favor through the king and thus the Jewish people were saved. As you can see, fasting truly makes a phenomenal difference. When you consider fasting, take the following practical points into consideration. In your heart, declare the fast. Make it known to you and God that you are taking a fast. Determine how many days you'll be fasting for so that you can prepare your heart and your mind and your household. You can then determine whether you'll be fasting alone or corporately. Perhaps you feel led to fast within your church group or your family or even community. A helpful exercise is to plot down some prayer points before you go into a time of fasting, as this helps bring direction and keeps you focused. It is also important to know what you will be fasting. Is it only food or also water? Some people may not feel led to fast food or perhaps for health reasons you are prohibited to fast food and water and thus choose to fast something else like social media. Ultimately, fasting is personal and the offering you bring to God is unique and special. I want to encourage you that fasting is never in vain. Remember, God looks at your heart during the process. Let us pray together. Father, thank you that we have the privilege to be able to fast as children of God. Father, we pray that you will press it on our hearts when it is time to fast and for how long and what to fast about. Lord, please bless your children across the world 
as they fast in secret. And we ask, Lord, for breakthrough and victory in their circumstances. And please strengthen them. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. May the Lord truly bless you and your family. And may He bring much joy to your heart. Please feel free to connect with us through our website, www.renovalministries.org, for free resources. Or if you need any prayer, may God bless you and your family. Shalom. Thank you.